on July 26, 2023, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Hinkle shares what I had to learn and grow in the 2020s so far. Hello, friends, supporters, listeners, and sharers. This is the fourth and final episode of this four-episode miniseries of what I had to learn and grow over these last few decades. Three weeks ago, in the episode number 277 of July 5, 2023, I shared what I had to learn and grow in the 1990s. Two weeks ago, episode number 278 of July 12, 2023, I shared the same in the decade of the 2000s. In last week's episode number 279 of July 19, 2023, I shared likewise from the decade of the 2010s. So in this week's episode number 280 of July 26, 2023, I finished this mini-series off by sharing what I had to learn and grow in the 2020s so far. Let's dig right in, shall we? In the last two months of 2019, November and December, I came down with the single worst respiratory illness I have ever had. After I caught it, sadly, I was not the only one in my family to catch it too. My coughing and coughing in those months were the most painful I had ever experienced. A wife ended up being diagnosed with pneumonia twice, one after the other. Even with x-rays, no one in the medical profession could help. They had no idea what that illness was, just a bad respiratory illness. That's all they said. For me, having no sense of taste during that time, I was able to quit my coffee addiction. Yes, I say coffee addiction. Because back then, I was drinking two pots of coffee a day. So I turned that negative into a positive. After already having gone decades free of cigarettes and alcohol, I also quit cold turkey on coffee, and I never looked back. It will be four years this November 8, 2023, since I quit that coffee addiction. But I suspect that you might now be asking, Mark, why does that even matter? Ah, uh, good question. And oh yes, it does matter. <laughs> Here's the rest of the story. The illness finally began subsiding by the start of January 2020. The cough was no longer painful, but it would still happen from time to time. So, before anyone ever wore masks in recent years, I was wearing a mask those months for the benefit of others because I did not know what caused it, and my coughing would not fully cease. By February and March, the world was told that a new respiratory illness was spreading globally, a pandemic of what was being called COVID-19. I would subsequently label it as COVID-1984. Hence, it appears that I and my family had suffered the illness before anyone knew what it was. The pandemic started spreading globally. And then, March 2020, one of my dearest, sweet friends, known to the TruthBearer.org organization as Phil's Nancy, passed away. Nancy was the ever-eloquent first wife of the polygamous family from our organization who, with Phil Sherrill, 
and their husband, Philip, all who had joined me in appearing on the TV episode of ABC's 2020 back in 2008. They identified themselves that way for simple clarity when communicating with others in the organization. Those names were not due to some kind of male dominance from Philip. And he would have been the first to tell you that, too. <laughs> anyway, Nancy's passing was such a heartbreaking loss. And then, the worldwide tyranny began. Governments at all levels, federal, state, and municipalities, began decreeing fiats of lockdowns. And it did not really matter which political party was in control of any region. The anti-constitutional tyranny of lockdowns, mandates, income devastations were viciously imposed. Worse, by May 2020, what should have been great news for all of us got buried. A new bigamy law in the state of Utah had reduced the sentence for bigamy down from a felony to a mere infraction like a parking ticket. But because of the tyranny of COVID-1984, the manufactured news corporations refused to talk about that important historic event for us. At that time, too, policemen cruelly murdered a man named George Floyd. His government murder led to riots in the streets, which gave the media another excuse to not report about our movement's historic moment. Also, later that year, Philip, yes, the very husband of Phil's Nancy and Phil's Cheryl, also passed away in 2020. That news was further heartbreaking for all of us who knew them, most especially, of course, the surviving Cheryl. My heart so went out to her, and still does. And I take this moment to honor both Nancy and Phil. And of course, Cheryl. My heart so goes out to her, and still does. From all this, I had much to learn and grow. I had become even more deeply aware aware of both my own mortality and the fact that all political parties are definitely not in support of human beings. It's always and only about control. Consequently, I realized that my own life could be limited at any time. In turn, that made me realize that I should hurry up and be sure to leave behind sufficient resources and legacies to allow others perhaps even you, to carry on this work for which I have so dedicated my own life. Also, politically, I came out with a new trademark tagline. Liberals are liars. Conservatives are liberals. And libertarians are lip servers. But I will talk more about that some of the time. The bottom line is, this gave me much more to learn and grow, indeed, about my own mortality, and about the current state of politics in the not-so-United States of America. Moving forward, I have always been planning to author a book or two, or three, or four. <laughs> Realizing my own mortality, however, inspired a new urgency, relatively speaking, that is, to get that done. Yet I realized I was not fully informed of what writing a book, writing an important book, would entail. Rather than make the hasty mistake of prematurely writing a self-published book, 
I wanted to make sure that any manuscript that I write would be sufficiently professional that even a professional publishing company could be interested in promoting it. As the tyranny of COVID-1984 began, and as I was faced with the dictatorial fiats of lockdowns and mandates, I chose to turn the negative into a positive again. I began reading books. Seriously reading books. And not just any books, but serious non-fiction books in a handful of relevant topical genres. Namely, whereas I previously used to read only one or two non-fiction books each year or so, I decided to pick up the pace. As well, I opened an account on the social media platform for book readers and authors called Goodreads.com to track my progression. Indeed, from the start of COVID-1984, until the pandemic was declared officially finished earlier this year in 2023, I had completed and read 70 books. 70! And since then, I have finished seven more books. According to Goodreads, since I started in 2020, I have now read over 24,000 pages. I could hardly believe it myself. And I don't just read books. I underline things, make margin notes, read every footnote and note. In other words, I study intensely. The broad range of diversity, of the intellectualisms, the styles, and the preferred methods of bibliographies have really shown me examples of what I do want to do and what I do not want to do in writing my own books. I am also gathering sources to cite in my own bibliographies. <laughs> not only that, to strengthen my skills, to indeed be writing my own books, I also practice by usually writing comprehensive book reviews after I finish each book also posted on goodreads.com. For anyone interested in seeing what I have been reading, you might enjoy checking out markhankelreader.com. Anyway, again, I clearly had a lot to learn and grow. Throughout all that time, of course, I have also been further growing my practice of professional public speaking skills. I now have a handful of keynote speeches and they are not just about polygamy. Here are some titles. We are not a democracy. Corporations are big government. Liberty is for individuals, not big government-born corporations. You are a sentient concept, i.e. how to craft a memorable speech. Non-curated books are not banned books especially when they may be bought at the local store or online. And more speeches as well. The biggest and my most favorite speech topic directly emerged from my advocacy for unrelated consenting adult polygamy, UCAP. It is the topic I call imposerism. The willingness in each of us to impose on others. That has yielded our current era of imposer versus imposer politics in which an imposer always gets elected, no matter which side wins. I was even invited to be the concluding speaker of a day-long worldwide summit of 22 different speakers, giving that speech. Search the word 
Imposerism. I-M-P-O-S-E-R-I-S-M. Imposerism. On YouTube. And you will find the shorter 17-minute version of that keynote. Ultimately, that message strives to teach all of us, regardless of our preferred party or tribalism, that what we each need to do is to disimposerize our own selves, to cast off our own willingness to impose on others. And that is, of course, in full line with our own polygamy rights win-win solution to end the marriage debate, which is to abolish all marriage control for unrelated consenting adults. That win-win solution itself calls to impose on no one and to let no one impose on others. Anyway, I will say that I have thoroughly enjoyed what I have been able to learn and grow in my public speaking skills for the benefit of our movement of UCAP polygamy, and perhaps beyond. Lastly, as we reach the milestone of five years of the National Polygamy Advocate podcast, I perceived that it was time for me to switch direction from posting media interviews to now posting episodes in which I speak and share directly, just like I'm doing here right now. Hopefully, all of the combined skills that I have been working hard all these years to learn and grow are making these latest episodes educational for you, worthy of your time, and perhaps even entertaining to some degree. So yeah, I say it again. I have had a lot to learn and grow. I had to become aware. Aware of both my mortality and of our current state of politics. To become a seriously major book reader. To study intensely how I want to author my own books. Become a more diverse topical public speaker including an important yet related new topic, imposerism. And become a direct podcaster, sharing and speaking directly to you. Even so, all that was just the beginning of this fourth decade of all of what I have also had to learn and grow over the decades. Not only that, but check this out too. With this episode, number 280-280, on July 26, 2023, we have just now crossed a new milestone. We now have over 100 hours of audio content posted on this National Polygamy Advocate podcast. 100 hours! Wow! I am just amazed and humbled to have reached this milestone. 100 hours. Whew. <laughs> so absolutely, I am excited about what lies ahead for the rest of this decade. What more will I be able to learn and grow during the rest of these 2020s? Let's find out together, shall we? Stay tuned. And as we do go forward into this decade, I ever yet again thank you for celebrating, supporting, listening to and sharing the National Polygamy Advocate Podcast. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate, presenting polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com